We are all miracles and must make the most of our limited time here. Each of us have these unique gifts to contribute to the world, and it's our job to develop these gifts and give them away. That's why I created the Preschool SLP podcast. The Preschool SLP is about working smarter to create real change in ourselves and in others. Being an SLP is a mission. Let's discuss topics that matter. What are the game-changing strategies? How can we treat the whole child? How can we create the shiniest versions of ourselves and of our clients? We're here at the drawing board for a reason. You bring your own unique gifts. Together, let's create better. We're going to talk about five pillars of success in therapy, and we're going to talk about how these five pillars support the most important aspect of therapy, which is being present. So before I begin today's episode, I wanted to share the inspiration behind this episode. It's actually from the Bible, and there's a story in the Bible in which there's a burning bush, and God has a message for Moses, and he tells Moses, Moses, Don't come closer. Remove your sandals for the place where you're standing is the holy ground. Now, this has been interpreted over the years as being take your shoes off as an act of reverence. But what I see it as is I see take your shoes off because where you are right now at this very moment, the present, this is heaven right here. That's all you have. And many religions have spoken about the present being heaven, about the present being the holy ground. So there's a Buddhist monk that I've read from, and he was talking about how if you're living in the past or if you're living in the future, you're only half alive and you're carrying this dead body around you on your shoulder in which half of your energy is expended in carrying a corpse. The present, that's all you have, and it's the present that's where the magic is going to occur. So we could also think about yoga and this idea of OM, in which your vibrations are one with the vibrations of the world and everyone and everything around you. In all of these instances and across many different religions around the world, there's that idea that heaven is really being in the present and being present with those around you and the world around you, because that is all we have. So this idea of being present, how can we make that possible in therapy in which we really give 100%, in which we really show up? to the child we're with. And when that happens, we're going to have this transactional impact in which the child is also going to show up at 100%. That's how we become agents of change, and that's how we change the lives of others. It's in this magical moment. I'm going to share with you 
the five pillars to create that magic to happen in which you create lifelong change in your therapy sessions. So the number one pillar is evidence-based practices. If you want to create lifelong change, you need to challenge your clients. This is true in any form of intervention. Challenge creates change. You need challenging treatment targets. You need your client to be performing outside of status quo, outside of their comfort zone. And part of number one in evidence-based practice is you need to employ multimodal cueing. It's multi-sensory. These are children where it wasn't enough for them to hear something said and they didn't pick it up or to read something they didn't pick it up from one modality. So instead, you're going to use a multi-modality approach so that they can learn which maybe doesn't come naturally as for their neurotypical peers. Another part of evidence-based practice is maintaining that 80% minimal accuracy level. Just as practice makes perfect, practice makes imperfect. It's really important that we create muscle memories that are accurate in the mouth. Number four, incorporating movement. Yes, the research is quite clear that children learn speech and language and literacy and academic concepts better if you incorporate movement into these activities. And number five, take the recovery as seriously as the challenging treatment target. So it's really important. We're going to challenge these children in therapy, but it's really important that we have engaging, fun movement activities that are purposeful, that have a mission, because that is what's going to elevate the dopamine levels. When the dopamine levels are elevated, what's going to happen is children are going to learn the information more quickly and they're going to remember what is learned. Number two, the second pillar is we want to treat the whole child. So communication impairments are multifaceted and they can impact every aspect of the child's life. To reflect that, we want to develop educationally rich activities that are multifaceted, that treat the whole child. It's like working out. You don't want to go to the gym for an hour a day and spend half the time doing calf races and working only the calf muscles. You would be much better off doing a full body movement such as a burpee that works every muscle in the body efficiently. So number three, think about creating meaningful learning experiences by using theme-based or sound-based learning in which there's repetition of a concept in many different manners and through many different activities. So for instance, in my CIS membership, I have the Google Slides and I have the songs and I have the book in the Google Slides. Then in addition to that, we also have the movement activities every week in which the child is engaged in the same sound and the same theme in many different types of different experiences. 
because we are using prior knowledge and previous knowledge and building upon that, the child is more likely going to retain what is learned, becomes more meaningful. It's not just discrete and isolated and thrown out from left field. Number four, are your activities planned, prepped, ready to go so that you can be 100% present? So when I think about my movement activities that I set up every week, I set up two movement activities. I do that on Friday for every single child on my caseload. That is like my organic bone broth soup with all organic vegetables. I have had the dinner ready to go. It's really nourishing. It is going to treat your whole body, your mind, immune system. It's going to impact you positively in every imaginable way. And it's ready to go so that I can enjoy my interaction with you, so that I can respond to you on a moment-to-moment basis in the best way possible because the dinner is served. I've already prepared the big pot of organic bone broth soup that I'm going to be serving every child I work with and modifying the recipe depending on their needs. Number five, how can you make this all possible? It seems like I'm talking about, well, just do everything right. That is by having an intelligent plan in place by having all the activities in place and ready to go. And how are you going to do that? What I do is I have my CIS membership. Now my CIS membership, everything is 100% done for you, ready to go. Now that is also for me. I have it 100% done for me, ready to go. And what that allows me to do is that allows me to say, I know that this is evidence-based. I know that there's numbers to support every single aspect of what I'm doing so that I can be confident of that I'm not wasting our time. I'm using our time wisely. That really matters because if you're a school speech pathologist, the research indicates you have 45 minutes a week to do your magic. So you're going to want to use that time as intelligently as possible. Number two, with the CIS membership activities, I know that the treatment targets are challenging. And that's so important to have challenging treatment targets because if you don't have challenging treatment targets, you're not going anywhere. The way that speech and language and literacy develop is the more challenging the treatment target, then you have a waterfall impact in which the easiest targets will naturally and spontaneously develop. And the way they're going to develop is what naturally will develop first will develop first. So I'm working in speech on the hardest concepts. I'm working on the three element SKR blend, which is the most challenging in the English language. What is going to develop first? the stop consonants. Do I focus on stop consonants? Not at all. What I'm doing is I'm going to select the most challenging treatment target. And in doing that, I'm going to change the whole child's language system. As Lynn Williams explained, it's like taking fireworks to a rock. 
you're totally changing the child's system. And what happens is what normally would develop first is going to develop faster. So the child's going to quickly develop the stop consonants. The child's quickly going to develop the fricatives, quickly develop the affricates, develop the two element blends. Well, not very quickly because those are challenging. It's going to slow down at the top. And that's because like mountain biking, when you get to the top, there's going to be a time where you're going to have to get off that bike or you're going to have to granny gear down and go more slowly, but you will get to the top. Now, if I take an approach in which I choose what's next on the step, let's work on stop consonants first. I'm only going to improve stop consonants. I'm just taking a chisel, as Lynn Williams would say, to that rock. That is not efficient use of your therapy time. So what I like about the CIS membership is all of the strategies that we're using are evidence-based. That matters. It's like when I'm training for a marathon, I can go out and practice running for long distances, but those are going to be a lot of junk miles. Or I can become a better runner through planned experiences in which I'm running less because I have less time, but I'm making most of that time by using it intelligently through challenge and through recovery, which is just as important as the challenge. Another thing with the CIS membership is I know that the activities are treating the whole child. The activities are looking at literacy, motor skill development, math, spatial awareness, storytelling, language. We're not just treating a mouth here. We're treating a child. And all of these issues are related to the communication impairment. So you can be present. So both of your feet can be firmly planted on the ground. And so that all of your attention and all of your energy can be devoted to the child in front of you. You want to have all these pillars in place. And that's what this CIS membership ensures. It ensures, number one, it's evidence-based. Number two, I'm treating the whole child. Number three, this is meaningful learning experiences in which we have a theme, in which we have a sound that's thread through multiple activities. And number four, I know that I'm planned, I'm ready to go so that I can be flexible and I can be dynamic and that I can be moment to moment in my cueing. A lot of times people think, well, today we're going to work at this level of cueing and I'm going to work on an imitation prompt level of cueing. And this is what I'm going to do today. But that's not how the real world works. Because today this child might be sick. This child might be tired. This child might not be motivated in this activity. So at this moment in time, you're not going to drop the baby. You're going to give every tool in your toolbox. And then the next moment, the child is 100% energized and the child is performing the target at a highest level possible. And you're going to give them no tool in the toolbox and they're going to be taking the lead and they're going to know that they are the teacher now and that they, you are the student and that they are teaching them. And it's 100% them and it's 100% their efforts. And that's what's going to dictate their success in this world. And that is when the magic happens. It's when you're giving every tool in the toolbox because the child's not able to give 100% at this moment in time. 
but at the next moment in time, it's this child's time to shine, and you know it's time for you to take a step back and be the student. And let them know that it's them and their efforts and their self-efficacy that is going to determine whether they're a success or not. Which I think is the most important lesson of all at the end of the day. So I want you to take all of this information and I want you to remember that what matters is the present. And that's when the magic is going to happen. When you are 100% with your feet firmly planted in the ground, you are present. And that is when you're going to create change in this world. And that's when you're going to create change in this child's life. And that's when you're going to create change in yourself. So I want you to take all of this information, roll up your sleeves, and make the world a better place, one person at a time. You're always going to be first.